Hey girl, welcome to the Farmhouse Scullery, where I share inspirational conversations for a homesteading wife. Content tailored for you to get you to feel inspired, empowered, and motivated to fall in love with yourself more. You can find me on all socials with the handle at the Farmhouse Scullery. Please keep on listening for today's rant. Hey girl, welcome back to today's episode. It's lovely to have you here. I felt incredibly inspired after a conversation with a friend today. Actually, a very this is a very common theme of conversations I'm continually having with people actually at the moment. So I was like, why not just pop it into a podcast and then I can, you know, really dive deep into it and explain it all, which is really how I've transformed my life and my thoughts and like what has been the biggest transformation to me now living a life that I do now. Don't get me wrong, I'm doing the exact same job right now, but I, the way I look at the world, the way I think, the way I feel, like everything about me internally feels the opposite of what I have been for the majority of my life. And I have to share it because it's something that I wish I knew earlier in my life. And it's just something that I know will bring so much power to your life. So here I am. Right, I'll get that's a pretty long intro, right? I'll get stuck into it. So I've called this episode How Understanding Your Mind Will Propel You Into Your Potential. Pretty powerful statement, right? And it's legitimately what's happened in my life. The catalyst for my change was me signing up to a group coaching course at the end of last year, October 2018, and this mindset stuff is actually what started the course, and I've like become a bit of an, a, like a junkie for mindset, <laughs> like changing and developing, and it's like a hobby, maybe is probably a good way of describing it now, of like continually up-leveling and learning about myself and learning about my mind and what's going on. And I mean, as a lot of you probably know, I am a mindset coach, so it's like fully appropriate. This is like what I'm so passionate about. So, you know, anyway, side note. So I thought I would go back to basics and talk about our mind and how it's structured. What I'm talking about today is your subconscious mind versus your conscious mind. Now, 95% of our brain power goes to our subconscious mind. Think of all the things you do throughout the day on autopilot. Like you get dressed, you brush your teeth. Like you don't have to figure out how to hold your toothbrush anymore like you did, like I'm trying to teach my kids now. They're three and five and they still, you know, they're getting it, but they don't get the little, every little bit. And it seems like a lot of work for them, right? And you have to remind them to get, remember the back and they don't like doing the inside. And, you know, we now as adults, we've mastered that. That's our subconscious. We know how to put our shoes on. We know how to turn the gas hob on. We know how to not light the house on fire. <laughs> There's a billion things, literally, that we do every day that's on subconscious because it's uploaded the soft... Our, our brain is like a really sophisticated computer. The most complex computer on the planet, basically. Neurons everywhere, really cool stuff. Our brain is absolutely incredible. So 95% of that incredibleness goes towards our subconscious mind. 5% of our brain power goes towards our conscious mind. Now, 
our subconscious mind, as I've just explained before, does what it knows, right? It's learnt how to get dressed over 25 years. It's learnt how to feed yourself in 25 years. It's learnt how to talk to people over 25 years. It's learnt how to try and do conflict resolution. It does the same thing every time. You'll find in your life you follow the same patterns, whether you have a bad boyfriend, the same sort of person all the time, or you end up always going into debt to buy the brand new car because it's just, you know, it's what you do. You do the same things. You'll see as patterns in your life. And that's because your subconscious mind is running the show. So if you want to change something about your life, whether it's getting out of debt or training for half marathon or having better relationships with people or deciding to become a better parent or you want to learn how to do graphics design or you want to launch a business or you want to have more confidence or you want to there's so many amazing things we can learn and do in our lives your subconscious mind is not going to like it as soon as you try and do something new as soon as you try and go no I'm not going to go to the petrol station and buy a bag of lollies because firstly I want to save money and secondly because I want to run a half marathon your subconscious mind is not gonna it's not gonna go no no we want to change it's gonna go whoa no no it makes us feel good you know like it just totally is not going to make a difference it's gonna come up with a billion excuses for you to do exactly the same thing you've been doing your whole life so if you want to change you have to rewire your subconscious how do you do that there's two different ways that i've found to be useful firstly repetition they say you got to do something for three weeks. Some studies say 64 days or whatever. Repetition eventually will get you somewhere. But the most powerful thing for me is a highly emotional situation will cause you to rewire your subconscious a lot quicker. So for me, I have shared about this before. When I was doing my course, my course Software Business Academy hosted by my coach Viola Hug, an exercise we had to do is we had to message 20, we had to get 20 responses rather from people of what we thought they thought my top three attributes were or strengths. And this exercise really shook my world. To be honest, I didn't even expect many people to like reply, you know, because I had no self confidence over here. But anyway, we'll get to that. So I messaged out all these people on Facebook and said, Yo, do you want to tell me what my three best attributes you think are? And the response I had was absolutely like unbelievable. Honestly, like I couldn't believe these nice things people were saying about me. And every time I read a response, I wanted to say, that is so lovely. You must be thinking of someone else because that's not me. And I woke up the next morning and realized something had to change because I went out and asked for these people's responses and I couldn't accept a damn thing. I deflected it so much because I was thinking of the things that I hadn't done. I was thinking of the time that I didn't text my girlfriend. I was thinking of the time that I lost it at my son. I was thinking of the time that I could have been a better wife and I couldn't accept the nice things people were saying to me because I had a constant to-do list, to-do list in my head and thought I was constantly failing. So as soon as someone said something nice to me, I was like, oh yeah, but, oh yeah, but. 17 of 20 people said to me the word kindness was one of my top attributes and when I had 17 of 20 people say that to me that was the thing that managed 
to make me rewire my subconscious because I was like, boom. If 17 of 20 people say this one word when there's like how many trillions of words in the universe, in the English language, rather, well, universe anyway, how many trillions of words there are someone could use as a descriptive word for me that they said that, I have to accept this. And so I broke down crying like I was a mess because I realized this whole situation was so messed up. I didn't even... I mean, when you're that tangled in something, you don't even know where to begin and where it's come from. And it just, it seems so overwhelming to try and untangle the mess. But I was like, right, this is what I can do. I need to accept nice things that are being said to me. So you know what? I reread the messages and I reread the messages and I reread the messages until I felt comfortable reading them. And I accepted them. I journaled a lot through that time as well to release a whole lot of like tension and like disbelief about myself. And it was uh, after that point, I noticed my confidence skyrocket. It was incredible the transformation I had in my self-worth and my self-confidence and my self-love. Just all these amazing things. So because our brain is a really sophisticated computer, what you're trying to do in computer terms, is you're trying to upload new software. When you're trying to change something, like you're going to learn to tie your lace in a different way. Have you ever tried to do that? Or like do buttons up with the wrong thing, with the wrong hands, you know, like you swap hands around. So or try and write with your left hand instead of your right. Your brain's like, oh yeah, that's not going so well, (laughs) you know, and you feel fiddly. Anyway, so what I'm trying to say is when you're trying to upload new software to your brain, to your computer system, it is going to say, do not compute, do not compute, do not compute. When you're trying to write with your left hand, so you're right, it's going, no, 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 no. Screaming like, warning sign, warning, 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 we're going to break down. <laughs> All of this stuff. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't step out and say that because the person's not going to like it. Everyone will think you're weird <laughs> or whatever it is. Like there's, a, there's so many things that will try to get you to not do it. But eventually after repetition and or after a big emotional event, you will upload the new software into your subconscious mind and your subconscious mind is trained in a new way eventually if you keep writing with your left hand and you keep writing keep writing keep writing you would eventually be ambidextrous it just takes practice or an emotional event in my instance it was an emotional event around my self-confidence and accepting comments and not deflecting all that sort of stuff so it was amazing so your subconscious mind is not going to drive you to change anything if you want to change something in your life or in your mind or how you act You have to consciously use that 5% you've got to drive change. Next week, I'm going to be talking about comfort zones and how pushing outside of these will actually enable you to grow at a faster rate. And I, my apologies, I have not been as consistent consistent on here as I intend to be. I'm just setting a new standard that it will be consistent and there will be a new podcast out every week now. So you will be able to rely on this and look forward to next week's podcast topic, which will be around your comfort zones and just continue on with a similar theme. Thank you so much for being here.